Hello, this is Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue, Stories of Business. I'm a change management expert, and I talk about my experiences, tools I like, frameworks I admire, and everything else around transformation, restructuring, and change. I personally love the expression, herding cats. To me, a big fan of cats altogether. Cats are mystical creatures. They have their own will, they do as they please, they certainly don't follow the rules, and they will act in ways that you did not expect. In change management, at times you have to deal with members of the organization that resist the change. And similarly to cats, they just don't want to see the benefits of a transition or of a new IT software or whatever else the change is all about. In that situation, you have to hurt the cats. You have to find a way to manage these members of an organization and help them change their behavior, at least adapt it, or else you have to make do with their resistance. To begin with, I think it's important to acknowledge that everybody has a right to be skeptical of a change. We human beings, we're creatures of habits. We don't like when things are not the way they used to be. So I totally understand that. And disclaimer, when I worked for various corporations, I certainly wasn't a very compliant employee. I do remember that I was never very diplomatic. I challenged my superiors. I had my own will. I had my own point of view. And when I felt like things weren't going in the right direction, I did certainly express my concern. As a change manager, your role or your job is to stakeholder manage these employees. It doesn't matter whether they're a member of the board or a middle manager that has a lot of support from his team or teams or whether they're an expert, doesn't matter. You have to hurt the cats, but how do you hurt the cats and how do you let the cats be cats? Employees that resist the change have their reasons to do so. So as a first step, you need to sit down with them and have a conversation. Most of the time during a transformation project, people want to be heard. They want to be able to express their concerns. So the earlier you sit down with some of these employees and actually listen to them and find out what their motivation is and why they resist, the better. Sometimes it helps to write down all the fears with them. So why are they opposed to this particular project? Why do they think that the processes as they are are sufficient? Is there a reason why they don't want to learn a new tool? You will probably find out a lot about their history and certainly a lot about what's been going on in the organization, maybe even before you joined. For example, the introduction of a new IT software could 
be viewed with skepticism by these employees just because three different software programs were implemented during the last three years and learning how to navigate those took up more time than just doing it the old way. Or someone is simply scared they will lose their job if a reorganization is taking place and the entire org chart is being shifted around. Others may simply have a job that helps them pay their mortgage. So they really don't want to expend any new energy into having to adapt. And that's understandable as well. So as a first step, I recommend that you sit down with any member of the organization that is opposed to the change and then understand why they are so resistant. And honestly, at times, it's just a matter of providing more information. And a lot of times in change management, communication and providing the right amount of information in the right wording is constitutes a gap. It just doesn't happen. And you cannot over-communicate and change. You never can over-communicate and change. Another very potent exercise that you can undertake with people that resist a transformation is to discuss or workshop with them the benefits of this particular new item, new process, improved organizational structure. So to engage in active reflection. That's a learning process for everybody, but it helps everybody flip the script and assume another point of view and actually try to understand why the change is occurring and what the rationale for it is. Employees could also not feel empowered. They could resist the change because they don't feel like they have a say. In these instances, I recommend co-creation. The more responsibility you give to others, the more autonomy you accord to them, the better. So while the overall strategy for the change may be mapped out, why not ask especially those that resist the change to team up with those that might be slightly less apprehensive and together map out an implementation plan, figure out which teams should start adapting a new tool first how the results are being discussed, etc. The moment employees have skin in the game, the moment that they're an active part of the change process, it gets easier. I caution against any and all top-down change process and approach because most of the time that's going too fast and employees don't have time to process what's going on and the news. If you as an employee who resists the process and a change are given a role within this transformation 
you automatically shift perspective. You start to think like your own manager, right? I mean, if you are given that type of responsibility, of course you will be able to view things differently. To go back to the herding cats analogy, I do wonder how that would translate into an actual setting where you're at home with four cats, they do whatever you please. I'm not really sure I know how to actually translate that into a real life scenario with cats. That's something we'll have to look at in another podcast episode. In a change process, it is so important to just acknowledge the other party, take them seriously and understand where they're coming from. You might even want to ask one of the executive champions of the project, say, a member of the board to have a very honest conversation with some of the people who resist the change and listen and be an active listener instead of being an, an evangelist of the change. So it's also really important to have reflective messaging and limited messaging and really provide that space for those who resist the change to talk and to be heard. Luckily, I haven't had to deal with so many strong opponents to any change project so far. But I know from having been on the other side that the moment my managers, my colleagues took the time to appreciate my point of view and where I was coming from, I felt better and empowered. And so that's really the gist of it. When you deal with people who resist the change, find out why, give them time, think of tactical steps to help them appreciate the future and then take it from there. That's it. I always try to be creative, so that's why I was referring to the analogy of herding cats. I love cats more than dogs. And I always admire cats for their strong will, their autonomy, for not being able to predict their behavior. So if you, like me, are a big fan of cats, you should also appreciate when your employees resist the change. Because quite honestly and quite likely, there is a hidden message to it and you will get to learn from your employees. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening in. If you have any comments and feedback, please leave me a message. Thank you.